What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Coffee and Headphones. My name is Caleb. My name is still Trevor. Still Trevor. And today we are going to talk about basketball because on this podcast for Brothers Talk About Brother Things, we are focusing on the NBA playoffs, which are almost over because one team has already punched their ticket to go to the finals. Um, I think I'll let Trevor take it from here. Slept the Lakers. Uh, I was actually at a, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, um, left during halftime, bunch of Lakers fans were talking a bunch of crap. Um, and it has continued to be, uh, it's a little bit more even in the media now, but somehow we're still talking about the Lakers um, and how the refs call is the reasons the Lakers lost this series, which is hilarious. Uh, you got swept. It wasn't like it was a game seven. Um, yeah, Nuggets won. Knew they would win. Nuggets were clearly the better team. LeBron is washed. AD sucks. And we'll continue with our other part of the podcast now. LeBron is washed, he said, as the man dropped 40 trying to keep him in the series. But, yeah, man. He could have done more. Congrats to the Nuggets. Uh, that was your birthday present as well, correct? That that was one yeah. of the best birthday presents I've ever received. They punched their ticket to the first finals ever. Happy um, belated so that birthday, was awesome. bro. Yeah. Thank you. For sure. Okay, so that's out in the West. And then out in the East, we still have a series going on. Um, I definitely thought that the Heat were going to sweep by the time they got up 3 nothing. I was more worried about game three than game four, but here we are, three two, game six tonight. Um, what have what's your reading on this series so far? It's been pretty different than most series, I'd say. Um, I think Gabe Vincent getting hurt did not help the Heat, uh, obviously. Um, but I do think Adam Silver was trying to do something to continue to get views so you know I had to let the Celtics win a couple um the Celtics are not going to come back and win this series I don't know why everyone's talking like they are that's sort of crazy to me they do look like a completely different team these last two games um but Jimmy's still Jimmy and the Heat are going to win this series it's just a matter of when um so I I don't know. It's been a fun series. It's been very entertaining. The Heat getting blown out, I think, was probably actually good for them. Um, get a little bit more of that uh, that desperation urgency. back. And yeah, the urgency. You know, they got to win tonight. You know, they can't take it into seven games. Um, yeah. I think they'll win. I hope they'll win. Um, they are not necessarily – if you look at the names, they're not – maybe the more talented team. Um, but, I mean, they have Jimmy. And the fact that all the Celtics had to hit almost all their three-pointers last game for the yeah. Celtics to win, um, I don't think that will happen in three games in a row. I, I just don't. Yeah. So, um, no, I, that... I said it earlier in the playoff. Celtics will always be close, but not going to win. Yeah. That's the thing, bro. I think – you're not really hearing people talk about that because maybe it's not as juicy or sustainable, but the Celtics literally were lights out from three in game five. Um, and we talk about Jimmy being Jimmy, but Jimmy wasn't Jimmying last game. He only took 10 shots. He made five of them. 
And it's not like he had a bunch of turnovers either. From what I've heard, he got not locked up, but he wasn't as aggressive as he could have been. So it seems like the Celtics did a decent job on him. And then I think the other factor in this series is it's got to be Bam. You look at Bam from games one, two, and three, and Bam in game four and five is just completely different. Game four, Jimmy tried to carry. You know, he had 29, I think, uh, 30 in that that game, and they still lost by double digits. And then in game five, they were trailing the whole game. But uh, a lot of the people who I know around here are not big on the heat, um, are not necessarily big on Jimmy. People don't like this, the Celtics either, but a couple of my friends are big Celtics fans here. So it's been fun to kind of have that rapport and those discussions about and the last, I think he was saying the last four or four out of the last five games in Miami in the playoffs, the Celtics have won. But I was like, bro, you're reaching back to last year. Look at this year alone. The Heat have only dropped one game at home, and that was game four. I don't see them dropping game six. If they do, then I'm definitely more worried for the Heat losing this series because as game seven in Boston uh, that's tough, but they won the first two in Boston. And uh, I definitely think that if Bam plays aggressive, they can win tonight. Gabe Vincent is questionable. Um, so if he's not playing, the person who needs to step up outside of Bam and Jimmy is Kyle Lowry. We looked at Lowry throughout the regular season and he, he did not play well. He had one of his worst years. He missed a lot of time with injury and personal issues. But then in the playoffs, he's been really good. But after game two of this series, like, bam, he has not been that good. And game five was a stinker from Lowry, bro. If you don't have Gabe Vincent, you need Kyle Lowry to step up. Tyler Hero is still not ready to come back. They need some kind of guard play. You know, Jimmy can't handle everything. Right. And Duncan Robinson played pretty well. Duncan um, Robinson's throwing alley-oops, man. I would never thought that happened in my lifetime. Driving the layups, alley oops. Um, I mean, yeah, I Kevin Love still has to play at a high level, which bizarre for me to say, but he does for the Heat to win. Yeah, he, he ever since he got hurt in Game One, he's not looked very good. Um, so and he's not playing a lot of minutes either. I I don't know if the injury has to do with that or the Celtics going small. Credit to Joe Mazzulla. We were both saying like. He's not really that great of a coach. He's not making these adjustments. But he elected to go after we talked about it in the last series against Philly. He elected to go big with the double center. And then now he saw that wasn't working in this series. He put Derek White back in, who has been on fire, maybe their best guard uh, so far in the series. So, um, yeah, you see he's finally making those adjustments. And Coach Spo, as great as he is, doesn't have the personnel to really – make those same kind of adjustments. So it's more of a, an inspiration to get the players out there fighting. I don't know, bro. I definitely can see a world where tonight is a classic game. Um, and I unfortunately probably won't be able to watch it. I'm going to the studio tonight, but I'm excited either way. Yeah. I mean, I uh, half credit to Joe Mozilla. He did what any middle school, high school coach would have done. So it's like, that's his job is to do that type of stuff. It's not like he came up with a new way to coach. Um, Jim Mazzula has 
great, talented, deepest team um, that was just handed to him. So the fact it took him four or five games to even realize, oh, maybe this is what we should do, speaks volumes to his inadequacy as a head coach in the NBA. Um, so I you mean, I don't such wanna, a hater. I don't. You know, he, he doesn't deserve. He doesn't deserve the credit to He's switch 34. from small to big. It's so it's 34. Okay. That's a lot of years on earth, right? But this he is played, his first year being a coach. But a he coach. played ball. He played collegiate level ball. Against he knows Jimmy. Exactly. He knows how to play ball. He should know. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's his first year or his 20th year. He's still getting paid the same way all the other NBA coaches are getting paid. So he needs to step up to the plate. Um. That's yeah, that. and he, I think he has now. Like, um, he's done his job so after the first three waxings. He put in Derek White, and since then, they've done way better. Um, also, on the defensive end, you look at now, obviously, he's not like one of the better coaches in the league, but I think people who were calling for him to be fired should chill out a bit. But you look at the other players on the Celtics, like Marcus Smart. And I think he's been one of the pendulums for them for this whole kind of run, not a dynasty because they haven't won anything, but this iteration. And he was playing without that energy that you always see him playing with throughout the first few games. And I think game four, game five, they were both big for him energy games, which is a big reason why they won. But he kind of looked irrelevant in the first few games. He looked a lot like Drew Holiday trying to, guard Jimmy in the Bucks series. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's a big factor to watch tonight is how Marcus Smart shoots and how uh, Derek White shoots and how they both defend the guards there and the perimeter players. Yeah. And, I mean, just to, to go back to Joe Missoula, um, I'm not, like, an advocate for any coach to get fired, but Bud, Monty, and Doc, all got let go, okay? Um, Joe Missoula is not in any way, shape, or form a top 15 coach in this league. He's not. Um, I wouldn't say he's, like, the bottom five, but he's not a top 15 coach in this league. So, if they don't win this series, anything could happen. I will say I think he's done a a good job of saving his butt a little bit because if they would have got swept – um, yeah, we may not have been different anymore yeah. at all. The difference is this is his first year, and those other coaches that got fired had uh, multiple and runs multiple. at it and multiple yeah. leads blown. Um, Monty Williams, I still think, shouldn't have gotten fired, even if this is his third year and they hadn't accomplished it. That was kind of wild to me. Doc Rivers, I understand, but 50, you, you can't blame Monty Williams for the Chris Paul effect. You just nah. can't. Are eight and like, yeah. But or, some or some eight. people do, and maybe time will tell. Some people do blame them for the eight and thing because they definitely exactly. have friction. I guess next exactly. year we'll really see. Uh, but there's there's one more thing that I want to touch on before we call it a, a quick pod here. Um, did you see what Scotty Pippen said? Uh no, I did not. Would you like for me to read quote? it to you? I do. Have yeah, a let's quote. hear. It. Okay. Uh, this was on the Stacey King podcast. Okay. Scotty Pippen said, 
let me get this quote right, bro. I don't want to mess up here. He said, I've seen Michael Jordan play before I came to the Bulls. He's a horrible player. He was horrible to play with. One-on-one shooting bad shots. All of a sudden, we're a team winning, and everyone forgot who he was. End quote. What do you think about that? You say I'm a hater. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of hate. Um, I don't. He's a bad, horrible player, he said. Yeah, so bad teammate, possibly, maybe. Doubt it. He got you guys a lot of rings. Horrible player? No. Like, I don't, I don't think even the biggest LeBron meat writer would say that Michael Jordan is a horrible player. Um, I don't know if Scottie Pippen was drunk or if they talked and Michael Jordan said something that he didn't like, or maybe Michael Jordan got with Larsa Pippen. I don't know. Nah, his son um, did, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did everybody else. Shout out Malik Beasley. Um Thanks. I don't I, – that's that's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, hey, I didn't grow up in that era. I didn't play basketball with him, but I've watched many Michael Jordan games. There's nothing that tells me he's a horrible player. Has he taken bad shots? Everybody has. Has he shot when he should have passed? Probably. Like, that's basketball, you know? But a horrible player, that's sort of – that's absurd. I think uh, it's crazy the part where you said – once we're a team and start winning, people forgot who he was. Like, Jordan was terrible before that. Jordan was scoring 37 points a game for 82 games before Pippen got – even after. I think that was the Pippen's rookie year. Uh, and Jordan played year. well in UNC, at UNC, too. He so won a championship, on, yeah, and the college organization. And um, Pippen didn't. So, it's weird, bro. I think um, – I kind of think he needs help. Honestly, he's said a lot of really crazy out-of-pocket things uh, the last few years, promoting his book, trying to get some money back on bad investments that he lost. Um, and I'm sure his family issues had something to do with it. You know, Larsa cheating on him and then divorcing him and then her dating Michael Jordan's son. Like, that's got to yeah. sit poorly with scotty but it's sad because you're remembered you're kind of tarnishing how you're remembered and you're a top tarnishing 50 player yeah he's a top 50 player definitely he's regarded as the second greatest bull of all time and now he's he's kind of turned into like i don't know sounds like a lot of envy and jealousy like, it kind of sounds like the kanye effect right like you're the things you're awesome. saying is tarnishing how you're remembered in history, which is so unfortunate. My man has worse takes than Nick Wright and Kendrick Perkins combined. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't. It sounds like Nick Wright hating on Nikola Jokic. Yeah, I mean, and this is amplified because it is Michael Jordan, which is probably at this point sixty percent of people's goat. Yeah, you know? so so. Um, like I know he's he's who I would put, but I mean, even if he had said Michael Jordan is not as great as everyone makes him out to be, okay, maybe you can say that, but to say he's a horrible player, 
Yeah. I don't stuff, man. I don't comprehend it at all. Um yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Real real quick, one more thing. Um, have you heard about the the Kyrie news recently? I feel like there's always Kyrie news, but this past week. I've seen a lot of stuff. I, I saw Kyrie's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw where he was saying basically just leave me alone. Yeah, I don't believe um, any of that. And I always see a lot of Kyrie hate, a lot of Westbrook hate. And they're both incredibly unwarranted. Those are both immaculate players. If we didn't have social media, we would still think of them and revere them the same way as we did five, ten years ago. Well, here's um, here's the thing that I'm speaking of with Kyrie. Trade talk. Yeah, this this is a, a report from the Athletic Shams, I believe, said that um, the Mavericks are not interested in helping Kyrie with the signing trade. They will either bring him back or let him walk for nothing, uh, but they're not going to send him to L.A., which is pretty much the only way he'd be able to go to L.A. Uh, because they don't have the cap space to just sign him up, right? So uh, it doesn't look like a Lakers-Kyrie reunion is happening. I don't think it should. I think the Lakers would love that to happen. I think LeBron always needs more help. I mean, we people say he's the GOAT, but he's always like, oh, I need more people. I need better people. I need a better coach, blah, blah, blah. Anytime he loses. Um, and he was pouting, saying he was hinting at retiring, like, after being swept. Like, that's just – I real quick. Can we just acknowledge at least that he was playing on a torn ligament for that whole series? He's getting surgery. Or do you not even want to give him that? I don't even believe it. <laughs> what? I, we saw him get hurt. I think – I think uh, – Remember I, he went to the LeBron James of foot doctors and he helped him come back sooner? And then afterwards, he was like, yeah. It's it reminds me of in 2018, after he got swept in the finals, he revealed the broken hand after the J.R. Smith thing. You remember that? Very I similar. I uh, I don't know. I don't, The reason that I'm acting like this is because I'm tired of it. Like, that's all I've heard about is LeBron and the Lakers and the refs and – Every single excuse in the book for why they lost, other than taking accountability for losing to a better team. So, I, if he has a torn ligament, sorry, like you're old, maybe you should retire. I don't know. Shout out Dylan Brooks, but I'm over hearing about the Lakers. I'm over hearing about LeBron. It is coming down to the Nuggets versus the Celtics or the Heat. Um, and I think that's what people should be talking about moving forward. Yeah, no, that was just to piggyback off the Kyrie news. I wasn't going to say anything until you started hating again, but now we're here. And uh, it looks like Kyrie is either staying in Dallas or going somewhere where there's cap space, which is, I think, like Detroit or San Antonio. So he's probably staying in Dallas. Um, I, I hope he stays in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. And I hope that they're better this year because – you know, Kyrie got a lot of blame for them being dramatically worse after the trade, which makes sense. Like, he was it the only factor. why he got the blame. Um, But Luca's mental state, even Luca admitted, was very different. 
Yeah, um, and something I don't good know if happened. Kyrie so, contributed to that or not, but they possibly. looked happy, like, yeah, together. They looked um, cool. I, I, yeah, I something had happened in Luca's family, right? And he said he just mentally wasn't there. He was still putting out great numbers, but, you know, it's hard to balance life and your professional life at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, bro, uh, last predictions before we call it. Who wins tonight? All right, Jimmy, don't let me down. I'm going to say the Heat win tonight. Okay. Close? Very. Yeah. Very. I, I have uh, an overtime game. Yeah, I have the Heat winning. I have uh, a Jimmy Butler pull-up three to win this series tonight, like oh, last year. Yeah, but he makes it I have, tonight. I have a Bam tipping to win the series. Nice. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us today. And until next time. Peace, love, and pixie dust. Go Nuggets. This man.